0: podcast, and I'm your host, Steve Perkins. I'm a leadership, career, and business coach and the founder of Greenhouse, a company that helps people and teams grow and figure out what's next. This podcast is for leaders, entrepreneurs, creatives, and seekers. Myself and our curated team of guests are here to give you tips and share thoughts and have meaningful conversations about topics in career and life, because we believe that with the right tools, you can lead a more fulfilling and impactful life. On today's podcast, we're talking about business owner positioning and specifically walking through how to define what you do. So here's today's episode. All right, Sunny, I have a confession to make.
1: Yes. (laughs) Your eyes just
0: got really big. (laughs) We didn't prep this. (laughs) So I always worry about, you know, Greenhouse is for job seekers, for people starting creative or coaching businesses, mm-hmm. for people who are just trying to understand their purpose and their strengths and how to grow as a leader or a person. And it's always worrying to me if we focus on one of those groups, are we leaving anyone out? Is, isn't that a funny personality thing? like I'm so worried but is that there anyone else feels out? left out if we're talking to one of those groups today. <laughs> So today we're talking to the business owners. OK. But mm-hmm. it actually kind of applies to everyone. And you and I have talked on a few episodes about this idea of your personal brand or your kind of headline statement, or how tell me about yourself. How do you describe who you are and what you do? And so there's just some nuances that are specific to businesses, mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to talk about today. I just don't want anyone else to run away if they're not going, a business oh, I'm owner. I'm not a business owner. <laughs>
1: right. Stay tuned because I do think, well, yeah, I think that when we, you and I were talking about this episode, that even people who don't own a business, who work a certain job, no one knows what they do mm-hmm. because they don't describe it in a way that's memorable or uses language that connects. So that's what we're going to be focusing on as well.
0: Right. And this obviously applies to marketing, mm-hmm. you know, how you talk about what you do so people know. But... Yeah, it can be in a profile on social media account or in conversations with family and friends. I know with my family, they still are kind of scratching what? their heads greenhouse? at what I do. Yeah. <laughs> and and so I'm trying to get better at this too. Mm-hmm. How can I explain in just regular terms, mm-hmm. what does Greenhouse do? Mm-hmm. And so what I like to say is when you're defining, what would you say it is that you do here? Sunday? What to do? <laughs> I know. Um, you need three versions. You kind of need the 10 second version, the one minute version and the 10 minute version. Mm -hmm, But the beauty is you don't have to craft all these, you can kind of just come up with your few key points and use it to adapt to those three different versions. You don't have to necessarily script out all three of these versions. But the point is, sometimes you just are at some kind of gathering or on a zoom call or whatnot. And you just have 10 seconds to share it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's really kind of a hallway type conversation and a minute would be appropriate. And sometimes it really is like you are on stage or in the spotlight or this is like a website or something where you need the longer version. So we'll talk about how to define what you do in a way that people can understand it. Because if they can't understand it, you can't sell it, Mm-mm, right? Right. <laughs> Whether, and we've
1: we've worked really hard at this at Greenhouse, too. Like, we've had whiteboard scratch, whiteboard scratch. So it's not an easy task.
0: It's not easy. And I think, if we're honest, even for ourselves, there's a lot of times where we get frustrated with ourselves that we aren't nailing it right away. Because mm-hmm. it seems like it should be so easy. Right. It's just some words, right? And this mm-hmm. is what we do all day. But you're right. it is. It's actually kind of difficult to Mm -hmm. really get it to a point where you feel like, ooh, that's good.
1: Yeah, I agree. So that's what we're focusing on today. And it's so funny, when you and I were kind of talking about what your focus was going to be about, I was saying, you know, I feel like a really true and tried test for people is if your children, those little people in your lives, can describe to other people. like, Because a lot of people ask little kids, hey, what does your mom do? What does your dad do? (laughs) And I can't tell you, unless your mom's like a teacher or a doctor or a lawyer, like we talk about a lot of kids don't know how to, to say it. So that's just like a fun little yeah. twist example. Like, do your kids know actually how to say what you do? Yeah, it's a right? good
0: test for how do you know you've kind of hit the mark? How do you know it passes the test? Yeah. And the success criteria is you can explain it to a kid, and they get it. And yeah. they can explain it back to you. Yeah, uh, I had a, a time where this happened in my family. My nephew, it just it was random. We were walking out the door to go somewhere, and he said so uncle, what do you do at work? I think I was, maybe I was going to work. I think Mm. that's what it was. And so he, it's like the first time he thought it would be important to know, right? And he's like, so what do you do? And I started to open my mouth (laughs) and I just froze. And it's like my whole life and all my anxieties came crashing in on me because I thought, oh my gosh, I have no idea how to explain it to a seven-year-old. To a
1: seven-year-old. You're like, well, he went to school to be an engineer, but that didn't quite, I mean, it's like, what do you get?
0: Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was so clarifying to your point. Like, so then for weeks after that, mm. I'm texting with my brother-in-law and trying to like figure out a way that would make sense. And it's funny enough, part of what we came up with was we help adults figure out what they want to be when they grow up. Mm, yep. <laughs> he, he gets that. He gets that. But yeah. all my other versions, and we'll talk yeah. about this later, like the version I had at the time, oh so bad he had no idea he mm-hmm. just like starts walking away because it's mm-hmm. so dumb I and love irrelevant. That.
1: <laughs> he was really impressed with you that day wasn't he yeah yeah
0: Ah <laughs> oh, man that was a highlight of my yeah, career been, uh-huh. been.
1: well i have one too so mine's a, a hysterical so you ready ready hysterical i'm like already telling you you have to laugh <laughs>
0: you must laugh because this is gonna it's be hysterical. great
1: <laughs> okay so i have five kids and one of mine It was shown that he didn't really know what I did on a Mother's Day card. So you know how for Mother's Day or Father's Day, you go to school and they'll be like, what's your mom's favorite food? Or what does she like to cook? By the way, my kids always say she doesn't like to cook. And I'm like, thanks for telling the whole class. (laughs) So they always like answer these things. Well, this one time it said, what does your mom do for work? And now the teacher knew what I did. And she was actually the one to highlight it for me before it went home because she caught me in the hall. And she said, your son made me laugh so hard today. So what does mom do? He drew a picture. Of a tall hotel, a very tall hotel, and he drew dollar signs on the top.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> and
1: he said and his words were my mom goes to many hotels and comes home with a lot of money. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> it's like whoa, that just sounds horrible. Oh, horrible. Man. And so we got the greatest laugh over it. Now let me tell you what I actually did was I was a consultant. I don't that-
0: want to know, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just end it right here. Yeah. <laughs> so I was a consultant that actually flew to many hotels, and I did big gigs where you did come home with a pop of money. Yeah. So I didn't go often. Yes. and
0: Trainings in hotel ballrooms <laughs> to big groups of professionals. Yes.
1: He had no clue. So that that was a great one for me. And Talk about a misunderstanding. Got That's to clear maybe that one the up.
0: Best kind of dinner party story I've heard in a while. Can I use it? Can you I can. It? <laughs> it can be yours. It is. So oh, I love that though. Right? It just proves the point. It does. And so the same thing happens. You know, we're not marketing experts here, but we pay attention to enough of them and work with some of them who tell us this over and over. Like, if if they can't understand it, they're definitely not going to buy it. Yeah. And and same with your own um, career, your job search prospects, your leadership prospects, or just kind of. Yeah, in general, who you are, the value you bring to the table, your unique skills, if you can't kind of explain it in the way a kid could understand, then you're probably losing a lot of opportunities. You need to revisit it.
1: Yeah, so you're going to really kind of help us kind of figure that out today, kind of help us bring focus to that?
0: Yeah, so I'm going to share the three-part framework. Again, this is something we go over with business owners inside our membership in in great detail and kind of coach people through. But I want to give the basic framework that you could take from this episode and begin to implement. And what I want to say up front is we have tried all the tools, methodologies, frameworks, consultants, listened to all the podcasts, read all the books, right? Part of our job here is to be a curator. And so I can attest that I have tried many, many, many of those things. And it's overwhelming. And you get stuck with like, well, which framework should I do? So what I want to do here today is just boil the ocean down to a very simple three-part framework. Like this takes the best of everything out there and gets you enough. Yeah, you know, I love this concept of the 80-20 rule. 80% of the way there is enough and it'll get you most of what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And so there's usually 20% of the tactics out there, or the strategies will get you 80% of the results. Mm-hmm. So I want to share with the 20 that 20% today. And um and really just kind of, uh, encourage people, give hope. You, you mentioned it earlier. This has been a two year journey of us refining ours to feel like we finally now feel like we're liking it and Mm -hmm. it's still not fully there yet. Mm -hmm. So just to kind of set it up, I I looked back a little bit to see what, (laughs) what was the old version of our greenhouse pitch and the new one. So here's the old one I think it actually was a bit of a, a curve. Like, it started fairly strong and then got worse until it got better. <laughs> so this one might not be the worst it ever was. But it okay. started with, greenhouse, clarify your purpose and live your potential.
1: Okay. All right. What do you think? I feel like, okay. You know, like, how how. It's ha-ha. It's, kinda, it's like vague. It's vague. It's a little vague. Yep.
0: It's a little squishy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good <laughs> word for it. Yes. You're trying to be so polite right now. Like...
0: <laughs> Let's just say it kind of sucks. So clarify your purpose, live your potential. This is where we're currently at. Again, not perfect, but at Greenhouse, we help people who are stuck and unfulfilled in their work to clarify their unique purpose and step into what's next in their career by using the Greenhouse method.
1: Yes, applause.
0: Now you kind of know what we do, right? You do.
1: It's much more clear. Whereas the other one just felt, it wasn't bad. It just felt vague. I just felt like, well, okay, anyway.
0: Yeah. So... We can dive Mm -hmm. in now, but I want to share, like, why is it more clear? Why does that one actually stick a little Mm -hmm. better? And hopefully the ideal, like, the goal is it's something that you could actually go repeat to a friend Mm -hmm. or to a kid. Yeah, to a
1: kid. (laughs) So even what
0: I just shared, it's probably too long, right? You don't remember the Mm -hmm. full thing, but it's getting there.
1: But you even said that there was, like, a short – there's the short – there's three – there's different versions. So I feel like if you – and you could correct me here. I'm just off the cuff saying, yeah, it's a little bit long, but it's very clear, but depending on my audience, I would shorten that, lengthen it. Right? Exactly. Okay. Like
0: one of maybe our 10-second versions is help you get unstuck and figure out what's next in your career. Yes. You could, go t- you could probably remember that mm-hmm. later today and tomorrow.
1: I probably could.
0: Right. Whereas the version I read you is a little more of the one-minute version, like the mm-hmm. headline on a website type of thing. All right. So let me just give you the overview here. We're going to talk about the who, the what, and the how. Okay. Those are the three steps. So the first step, the who, is really about who do you serve? Okay. Who is it that you help? what kind of person? what's the mm. demographics? you know what is the type of person your product caters to, or even just as an individual in um, in a company setting, who or what do you actually serve and help? all right so this is this is the piece that helps you as the listener already start to narrow the audience from a million possibilities down to oh okay, this is this is the kind of person you serve. Mm-hmm. And so some things you could think about to figure that out is questions like who do you want to work with? Mm-hmm. Who do you enjoy working with? Who in the well, past I have a choice <laughs> when I'm starting
1: my own business? I
0: know, right? <laughs> so you already starts to solve some of this it does. Some of the problems. So who have you enjoyed working with in mm-hmm. the past? If you kind of do work with clients. Or what kind of people have been easiest to help get results? Mm. Because again, even some people will listen to this and go, yeah, but I, I sell products. It doesn't matter. You're still, it's products that usually help people or in, or some group of people. So, um, who have you helped kind of get results in the past where it's been the easiest to, to make that happen? Or maybe what kind of projects or clients have really energized you in the past? And notice that those last three questions reflect on actual things that happened in the past. That's usually better than trying to project forward and go, like, yeah. oh, I think I would like to. Yeah, It's hard to answer that. Sometimes mm-hmm. looking in the past can be helpful, even if you're starting a business and you've never had one before. You can still look to past experience and say, okay, these are the kinds of um, people or or demographics that mm-hmm. really are my thing.
1: Do you think a big mistake that people make is that they're like, oh, because when we start out, we're like, I just want some money. So they sometimes are like, anyone, I don't care. Like they make it too open. Mm -hmm. Is sometimes that that seems like it's a problem as well. Like if we don't actually narrow our demographics and we say, sure, for anyone, can that harm help speak to that a little bit?
0: Yeah, it's kind of one of the number one things you'll hear across any expert in this field is the more you can hone in and focus, the more it expands your opportunities. It's Mm -hmm. one of those kind of oxymoron type of things. Like, well, I can't hone it in, then I'm going to like push people out. And yeah, in the beginning, I just need money. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, the more you can hone in your message, the more it's going to click in a way that you know, oh, that's for me, Mm -hmm. or oh, that's for someone I know. Right. And so that's, the chain reaction of that every mm-hmm. time someone hears it is what actually opens up your opportunity. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, if you're too broad, like I was in the beginning, it just kind of bounces off everyone who hears it. They're like, yeah. oh, that's nice.
1: I need purpose, yeah.
0: <laughs> they yeah. don't know if it's for them or not. <laughs> Whereas even with that first statement, clarify your purpose, live your potential. If I said it was for you know clarifying your purpose for people who are trying to find their next job and they're in their 20s. You know, like, okay, now someone hears that and they're like, they know if it's for them or not. Right. Even that would be better. So, yeah, you're right. It can be, it can feel self-sabotaging to try and to get more specific. I actually actually have a
1: really good friend who owns a communications company, right? So... You think there is a lot of communications companies out there. But he has a specific spin in working with the medical field, specifically the pharmaceuticals whose doctors are going out and speaking on their behalf. Now, see that seems really narrow. Like you're and he could the truth is he's talented enough to teach anyone how to better communicate. Right. But I will tell you that people come to him. Because he has that specific niche. He's like the leading expert in that area because he knows their world. And when he stands in front of a group of doctors and says, I know your world, he means it because he's been coaching in that world. And that makes him more credible.
0: That's so true. And what happens, I guarantee it's happened for him. It almost happens all the time is once you get more specific, you actually will attract people outside of that Mm -hmm. specific niche. Mm -hmm. And it just happens. But you you have to start with getting specific. Yes. Right. So we talk about, well, with business owners, we specifically focus on creatives and coaches. But we've had gigs with Fortune 100 executives and Mm -hmm. analysts, especially with people in the healthcare industry or pharmaceuticals. We've had gigs with a company who did pest control. (laughs) Like... Because at the end of the day, like it's about getting the message out and then people will know if it, if it's something they want or not, but you're right. And that's a great call out that honing it in is really important step. Mm -hmm. All right. So after you figure out who do you serve, step two is what problem do you help those people solve? And this is something that seems so obvious Mm -hmm. until you say it and think about it and go, oh yeah, I haven't been doing that at all.
1: Yeah, I can actually recall you and I taking many walks <laughs> trying to define what problem in a way that people can really get it because mm-hmm. it's hard because ours is a very feel-good space, right. right? Whereas, like, if a doctor repairs knees, the problem is your knee is broken.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> right? right? So it's and not always easy.
0: It's not easy at all. And to your point of people honing in, especially if you're a brand that kind of relies on you, the person, is like a personal mm-hmm. brand or, or a company that's very much about kind of that point person, anyone who's kind of like had breakout success, they started in a specific niche mm-hmm. and then they were able to try different things and serve different types of problems. Yeah. But we look at them once they're well known and we're like, Oh, well they do all these things. Well at the beginning it's hard to just do all the things cause then no one knows how to put you in a category. And, you know, people like you and I hate to be put in boxes. And so mm-hmm. that's like, that's just so oppressive for <laughs> people to try to put you in a box. But the reality is you kind of, right. people are lazy and they just need to be able to put yeah. you in a box. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, yeah. And they're not going to hire you if, they're, if you aren't solving some sort of a problem.
0: Right. It's so good. something it's that you could crazy. ask yourself around what problem do you help them solve is, first of all, to just look at past clients or, again, the people that you have gotten great results with and, and just look at what was their problem coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, going From here going forward, you could actually survey and capture and document that. Like, what is the problem they're coming to you with? Um, but you can also ask yourself, like, what result do they want out of the work? So even if you're, let's say, a graphic designer, oh, well, everyone just wants the same thing, right? Probably not. Maybe you're getting specific requests, people who... Really need help with the cover image on their website and the reason is because people are coming to their website and then never converting into customers right <laughs> right. right it's a specific problem you're solving and result they're getting mm-hmm. or maybe you're a wedding photographer and it's it's a specific niche like people really want a video they can watch over and over again in the future and you know you help them solve that problem of having a great video that captures the moment
1: that makes sense that makes sense you're right you got to figure out what the problem is and solve it for them so what do we do next
0: all right so once you have who do you serve what problem do you help them solve the third thing is how do you help them get there Mm. so you heard in my version at the end was not just helping people who are stuck figure out what's next but by using the greenhouse method, because that is our unique process. Yeah, We have designed and built specifically for those people mm-hmm. that help them get from A to B. And so no matter what you do, especially in a services kind of company, we miss this part because it's like, well, I'm just good at it and I just do it. Mm-hmm. But your customer doesn't know that. No, no. <laughs> people right. don't just know. trust me. Just yeah. trust me. I had a, <laughs> I gotcha. a consultant pitch us recently like, oh, I'll just help you grow. Uh, how how do I know I know nothing about you Mm, I get 10 messages a day of people that are going to help us grow what makes you unique yeah and so having a process or having a defined way that you do it what's you what's your unique way what's your proprietary Mm -hmm. you know process Mm -hmm. um how do you help them get there Mm -hmm. and again even if you're in some kind of niche that doesn't isn't necessarily about process. You can call out what's unique about you. Like what do people say I think that one's really they big. like about you? Yeah.
1: You know, I was just thinking about different various fields of work. And I most recently was having some conversations with some realtors and we were talking about the big pitch. You know, like so sometimes when you're looking to sell your house you might invite a few realtors over. So there's different approaches. And I think what's interesting is some people just show up as a realtor and be like, hey. And they're they're banking completely on you liking my personality. But most of the time, people are looking for, I want to like your personality, but I want to show me your process on how you're going to sell my house. I want some statistics, maybe, yeah. some charts, something that's going to show me a process. And I think that it's probably both, right?
0: Yeah. Something that can help to think about this is products, physical, tangible products. So last night we went on Amazon and we were buying a tablet for a trip we're going on. And we're looking at different tablets and we're scrolling and looking at the specs. And then we're doing the comparison chart, right? This one has 32 gigs. This one has a, you know, 120 gigs. And it's like, well, yeah, with products you'd expect to be able to look at it, to see somebody using it, see the size, dimensions, the specs. But with services, like a mm-hmm. lot of people listening our business owners who are Designers, or marketers, or coaches, or real estate agents—it's like you don't have the spec chart. You don't get to go online and search it and see a picture of Sunday coaching somebody. <laughs> I think we should have that. Right? Get on Amazon
1: see how many people buy that It's all
0: the same exact like pose where you're coaching them and they're like totally having a breakthrough. Love oh my god. god! Throwing their hands see, up. See, this is what I do. Right? This is what I do. let me overnight that coach i need a breakthrough so it's right but that kind of we laugh about it but it's true services type businesses don't have this visual element and so it's even that much more important to show i have a way of doing this i am going to get you a result Mm. here's the proof it's not just testimonials of people saying oh i loved working with sunday right that's outdated that's no longer relevant right it's actually been shown in studies that the younger the person, the more that makes them distrust your brand. Mm. If you're marketing and saying, look how great we are. Yeah. So you want to actually show this is how we get you to a result. So you're not just throwing a bunch of money at me and hoping mm-hmm. that something comes out of it. We just hired a, an ad group that's helping us. Same thing, right? Well, I'm not just going to hope they get a result. What, how do you guys do it? What is your way of approaching this?
1: That is really, like, I'm having my own aha moment here before because I don't coach on the topic of business development as much as you do. And I think I just never really thought about how much services versus a product. is so hard because if I need to iron my shirt, I'm going to, you know, I know I need an iron.
0: Right, right, right. And this is exactly why we coach so many business owners on it, especially when they're just launching their idea or had just started and trying to get traction Mm -hmm. because it's often these fields of people – who have a service-based business. No one's ever told them, it's kind of like your career, right? No one ever told you that it's time to start owning your direction and deciding what you want. Right. You just graduated and one day here you are. Here we are. Same with right. the business. No mm-hmm. one ever told me, mm-hmm. oh, guess what? You're a coach. Everyone's going to think that you're just totally bogus unless you show the process. Mm-hmm. So here we are. We're telling you. Yeah, we're telling you. (laughs) So we're, again, we're so insecure. Please tell us how great we are. (laughs) Leave some reviews and five star (laughs) ratings.
1: I would like to know why I just called out an iron when I never iron. Isn't that weird? I had this like subconscious moment. Do I feel the need to iron?
0: I've been meaning to. (laughs) Does
1: my shirt need to be (laughs) ironed?
0: Okay, so I think there's one thread that ties all this together and It's the idea that you need in all three of these categories. The who, who do you serve, what problem do you solve, and how do you help them solve it? There's always a visible and an invisible part to what you do. So if you are a coach, as you are, you are helping people get some kind of tangible result. Let's Mm -hmm. say it's the job seeker, right? You're helping them find and land their next job that would bring fulfillment and um, joy to their life. The fulfillment and joy to their life is the invisible part. It's kind of the internal, like, what happens as a result that you can't see. And so for the who, the what, the how, when you're stringing this together into a sentence or into a pitch, you want to always think about both of those parts. Most people, if you're not aware of this, will tend to focus on one or the other. Mm -hmm. It's all about the product and the results. It's all about the numbers. Mm -hmm. Well, then you don't connect with people's emotions, which we know from research and experience is why people buy usually. Yep. But if you only focus on the motion, like maybe people in our niche of coaching would do, then you miss the tangible, like, why am I pulling out my wallet and spending money, though? Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you're just going to coach me to feel better, that's cool. But is that really worth spending money? Right. And so you could stitch it together. Well, I'm going to help you land a job so that you can make more money and have more fulfillment in Mm -hmm. your everyday. Okay. Yeah. Right. You're hitting on both. Or for any kind of business owner, you know, selling your service it's like what is the thing that the tangible visible thing that you're selling to them and the intangible invisible kind of effect of that
1: i love that mentality i i think that's a really good point to be made and i do think that people mostly focus on one or the other so i feel like most people most people will purchase something because of the visible right so i feel like there's gotta be there definitely has to be an emphasis there but i think too many people are focused on the invisible and that's why they're not taking the bite right
0: right yeah, and a lot of marketing books or resources will talk about this. I actually would point you to the book Switch, which is more about habits and kind of um, reaching goals in life. And I just like the way they they kind of frame it in a story with the elephant and the rider. There's like the elephant is the energy that like pushes through the brush and moves things forward. The rider's the strategic one, kind of directing and, and telling it where to go. Right. And so there's always that both are always needed. You Mm -hmm. need the like brute force and the strategic Mm -hmm. part. You need the emotion and the tangible. And um, I just think it's a matter of awareness. Like once you're aware of this, then you're always going to see how it plays Mm -hmm. out.
1: Well, these are really helpful I think that the key thing here is, like, like it is with so many things, is that you actually have to make the time to think these things through. Right. Oh, so much easier said than done, it's, right?
0: It's so true, yeah. and I think that's why you know so many people do pay a coach because it helps you carve out the time. Mm-hmm. It's the accountability of no, I'm going to show up, and mm-hmm. you, you're going to be there on the phone, and we're going to make this happen. Yeah. But you could just do it with somebody else. Uh, maybe it's in your business or maybe a peer or some kind of friend or family member Uh, put, put the time on the calendar and actually make it happen. And what I would say is do a draft, try to write like a sentence after each of these three and bring it into that conversation and then kind of workshop it together, Mm -hmm. get their feedback, make changes, let them critique it, maybe try some different words out. And as we know from all of our iterations of this way too many, Sometimes just sleeping on it helps too. Yeah,
1: it does. Sometimes sleeping on it, sometimes talking it out loud with another person. And I think just like I just recently did a podcast with you on LinkedIn and how, hey, guess what? If you work that hard on the LinkedIn and it's not working, scratch, just twist or turn another word. So don't get overwhelmed if your first draft isn't the one. It's going to change and morph over time and then you're going to land on it.
0: Yeah. So once you get something you feel pretty good about, our challenge to you is go take it to a kid. It's I don't right. know. What's the age threshold? Like 10 <laughs> oh, and man. under or what?
1: Yeah, I would say 10 and under. 10
0: and under? Yeah,
1: like ten. even the 8 to 10-year-olds are honestly like the perfect age. All right. Yeah.
0: If you're super confident, go for like go 5 for or four. 6. <laughs> 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 oh, right. this would be good. I would love to hear some people's stories. I'm take it to a kid 10 and under. And share it and see what happens on their face. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have them try to explain it to somebody else. The perfect test. And just have fun with it.
1: You bet. Do you want more great content like this, but 24-7? Check out our membership, The Greenhouse Method. It's an online course with built-in community and coaching made just for you to figure out what's next in your life, leadership, career, or business. Visit greenhouseculture.co, that's dot or the link in the show notes to learn more.